Welcome to the PCOS Girls Podcast. I'm Bridget Warren, founder of PCOS to Wellness and creator of Sisterhood and Mamahood Teas. And I'm Melissa Christie, founder of PCOS Pathways and creator of the PCOS Journal. And guys, we are not doctors. We are just two women with PCOS who love reading about it, talking about it, writing about it, basically just oversharing about it. (laughs) So we recommend you find a health practitioner you love to support you on your journey. In the meantime, this podcast is all about how we have gone from hormonal messes to motherhood, the simple changes we've made to improve our PCOS, and the ups and the downs of living with this complex condition. Let's get into it. Hey guys, welcome to the PCOS Girls podcast. I'm Mel and I'm here with Bridge. Hi. Hello. (laughs) Um, Today we are talking all about yoga. We're going to um, just talk about a few of our favorite yoga poses for PCOS and happy hormones and fertility and stuff. Yeah, our favorite. And I will preface this straight away by saying these are easy. (laughs) So even Mm. if you don't do yoga or you've never done it before or you're a beginner or even if you're super experienced, you've been doing this for 20 years, whatever, you're still going to love these because it's three super simple, super easy poses that you can literally do in 10 minutes on the floor in your bedroom, in front of the TV, wherever. Like it doesn't matter. They're really, really easy and, and you can have any level of yogi experience. (laughs) Absolutely. I love how they can just sort of slip into your life. You know, they can just fit in here or there, wherever you've got a few minutes. It doesn't need to be this full on thing. And I think that's what's so amazing about learning about the individual poses and how powerful they can be for your specific needs. Mm, So true. And that you don't have to do like an entire flow. Cause I think a lot of Mm. people think, I've got to go to a 60-minute yoga class or whatever to get the full benefits. It's just not the case at all. Obviously, that's fantastic, and if you have the time to do that, go for it. But if you're just looking to do something really simple, really easy at home in your own time or, you know, make a little routine out of it in the morning, maybe you have 10 minutes or before you go to bed, this is going to be for you. They're really easy, and they're specific to PCOS, fertility, hormones, all that kind of jazz. So we're going to get through them really quickly. It's a really um, short little spotlight app for you guys. And hopefully you can take away and start doing these today if you like the sound of them. As a big thank you for listening to our little podcast and for being a part of our very special PCOS Girls community, we've created a discount code that you guys can use for any of our products. Head to PCOSToWellness.com for Bridget's products or PCOSPathways.com for my products and enter in the code PCOSGirls15 for 15% off. That's PCOSGIRLS15. Love you guys. All right. Do you want to start? Okay. So I've got two. Mm-hmm. I want to start with the first one, which is one of the first ones I sort of dabbled in when I heard it was really, really great for fertility. And that is butterfly pose. Mm-hmm. It is called, I think if it's the reclining butterfly pose, it's called Supta Butter Kanasana. And Oof. I, please, guys, don't come at me I, if I said that wrong. It sounded so good. But that's how whenever I say it, that's how I've said it. No one's ever mm. pulled me up on it before. So we'll go with that. <laughs> so you can either do it just as seated position or as a reclined position. So there's mm. two different ways of doing it, but essentially they do the same thing. And what it does is it really helps to stimulate the abdominal and pelvic organs, which is obviously where we're trying to target mm-hmm. when we have 
PCOS, hormonal imbalances, uh, we're working on our fertility. That's the area that we really, really want to be working on. As well as that, it helps to stretch out your inner thighs and your groin, which can hold a lot of tension. Mm. We know it's super important with PCOS in general, but even fertility, all that kind of stuff, that stress plays such a huge factor. And we know that yoga is proven to help with that. And this pose particularly can help relieve the stress and symptoms that are associated with menstrual irregularities, such as PCOS, but also can help with boosting fertility. So it's a really, really good one. Mm -hmm. And to do it, you simply basically either have to sit up, lie down, and you're going to put your feet together if that makes sense so you're going to bring them in together and have them facing forward and your knees are going to splay sort of out so it's kind of going to look like you're making a butterfly a weird butterfly with your <laughs> legs are you with me mel do you I'm know with this you pose? yeah i love this you pose. love this yeah, one yeah, all right I love it. <laughs> so visualize this we've got our toes <laughs> facing forward i'm i'm seated but you might be reclined if you're looking for a little bit more of a relaxing version of this mm. you're going to hold your feet with your hands and your knees are splayed out now we can either just sit there like that that is perfectly fine and you're going to get benefits from that or you can gently kind of use your elbows to, or your forearms to push down on your knees really gently and sort of you'll feel like a bit of a stretch up through your thighs into your groin area. You'll feel that happening. And if you want to just gently relax into that, fold forward over your feet, you'll really, really feel like a beautiful deep stretch there. Mm. The other option here, which is a really great one for fertility, is to have your so exactly the same position, but we're going to rest our hands on our knees and we're going to sort of flap our knees, which is like flapping our wings, right? And so you're going to flap that and what that's going to do is increase a lot of circulation, a lot of blood flow into that area around your groin, all through the pelvic region. And we're going to get a lot of blood flow happening in there, which is obviously fantastic for fertility. It's fantastic for healing, all those kind of things. It's great for reducing inflammation. So that's it. And that's all you have to do. And you can hold that for as long as you like. I usually would recommend holding a pose for a minimum of three minutes if you can. Um, in yin yoga, we would hold that for up to five to 10 minutes, depending on you know how intense your yin practice is. So whatever you can do is going to help. I love that one. It was one of the first ones that I really was drawn to when I started yoga years and years and years and years and years ago. And yeah, the reclining one feels so nice. It's so, so relaxing and it's still a total go-to for me. Yeah. And you can literally do that in front of the TV. Just lay mm-hmm. back, put your feet together and and you yeah. will feel it. Like you will still mm-hmm. feel it. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Even in that reclining. In fact, sometimes even more, depending on yeah. where you're tight or where you're mm-hmm. working on. And holding a, we hold a lot of tension in our groin area and our hip area. Mm-hmm. And I know for me, that's something I've always really held a lot of tension on to and they say that that correlates with things like PCOS and infertility mm. and all that kind of stuff so although there's no scientific research into that particular thing it's something that in the you know tradition of yoga that has always been thought has been you know really really corresponds and very frequent in women so it's just one of those things that it makes sense as well like I really think that makes a lot of sense when you think about it does it it does and I so relate to that because I've had so much hip pain over the years and actually butterfly pose is one of the ways that I can tell like the health of my hips because when I never used to have hip pain like I was very comfortable in butterfly pose but Mm. at my worst moments of hip pain I haven't even been able to sit in it yes I definitely haven't been able to do reclining pose like it's just my knees just won't go down and it's like excruciating so I don't do it but it's yeah it's one of the ways I can really check in with my hips and be like where are they at 
So interesting. Mm. Oh, good one. Okay. Easy one. Yep. <laughs> hey guys, it's Mel here, and today's episode is brought to you by me. <laughs> specifically my PCOS fertility coaching business. Fertility coaching is all about getting you from where you are to where you want to be, which I can imagine might be baby in arms. And then me walking with you every single step of the way to get there. We'll be looking at what has been preventing you from getting pregnant if you've been trying for a while, or we'll be looking at what hurdles you might have to get over um, when you do start trying to conceive so that they're gone by the time that you get there. Um, We'll be looking at the root causes, your hormonal imbalances, absolutely everything and using my framework for conceiving with PCOS. So if this sounds like something you'd like to chat with me about, let's get in touch. Let's have a session and chat about it. Let's get back into it. All right, I might do my one then. Go for it. So mine is legs up the wall pose. I don't have the name for it, actually. I can write <laughs> it down <laughs> and I've never said it anyway. Um, but this is where you you kind of like lay down on your back, sort of facing towards a wall and you like put your legs up the wall so that your feet are resting up against the wall and you can put like a cushion underneath your hips um, to kind of like raising you up off the floor a little bit there and like that's it you just chill there and what happens is the blood that's in your legs like essentially drains down and like pulls in your lower abdomen around your reproductive organs like in your pelvic area and when you get up from that pose that blood is going to rush back out and back into your legs and it's just like this massive refresh so again bringing so much blood circulating to the area which is just so amazing for fertility, but it's also said to help with regulating hormones and just really like energizing those organs because I mean, in our blood is carrying all of the oxygen. So it's really oxygenating the area as well. And it's also said to really relax your whole mind and body. And um, in the lead up to conceiving Alma, I did this most nights for like five to 10 minutes. Maddie would be putting, like would be reading to Koji and I would just I just chill in it and it really helped. It was just one of the things that I felt I was doing for my fertility. Do you know what I mean? Like it just felt like I had this active part in my fertility that I could do each day. And so simple still. Like so, so So simple. simple. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And you can do it without a wall if you want to as well, but it, it's not as easy or relaxing and yeah. it probably is going to take a bit more work. So, yeah, um, yeah just that's find nice a wall. Too. Yeah, I mean, it's great. It just <laughs> depends on where you're at and what you're doing. And, yeah. you know, if you've been practicing yoga for years, you might want to do it without the wall. But, hey, I've been doing yoga for years and I still like, but I prefer doing it on the wall. So, yeah. <laughs> you know, just do what works for you. I also did this one a lot during pregnancy. That was what my yoga, mm. my prenatal yoga teacher always would finish the class was with our legs up the wall. Now, obviously check with your practitioner if you're pregnant and all that kind of stuff. But mm. um, another really, really nice one as well if you're pregnant too. Mm, that's so nice. I don't know if I did that. Yeah, so good. I mean, that one is just like such a go-to. You could, you guys should – we could be doing that now, Mel, whilst we're recording. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> okay, last one. I actually swapped this out. I was going to do a different one, mm-hmm. but then I was thinking about the ones that I actually did when I was trying to boost my fertility or when I was in that really, really – 
core phase of trying to rebalance my home hormones mm. because of PCOS. And mm-hmm. the one I always went to and the one that my I had a really good friend at the time who was a yoga teacher, she, was the, she used to hone this into me and mm. always get me to do it, and that's bow pose. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's a bit of a trickier one. It is a bit of a trickier one, but it's – it's not that tricky. Like yeah. I think um, no, it's, not. it's trickier than legs up a wall. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but it's still really doable and you can mm. do it to whatever extent you could do it. And that's the beauty of yoga is there's actually no end point with yoga. Mm. So it doesn't matter how good you you get, you're, you can still get better. And that's why mm. don't compare, you know, your first class to someone's 100th class because they are on a different journey to you. Um, And this one is, it is still quite simple. And the reason I love it is because it's got a, it's really powerful. It yeah. helps to stimulate your reproductive organs, which is mm-hmm. obviously huge. Mm-hmm. It's going to help ease your menstrual cramps, which I think is a really big one. And I think a lot of the time when um, you know people are suffering with menstrual cramps, they're going, "What can I do other than just keep taking painkillers?" Well, this mm. is something you can actively do to help reduce those pain cramps and actually, you know, physically do it as opposed to just like having herbs or taking a painkiller or eating different foods. Like this is something Mm. you can physically do and feel Mm. like you're helping. So that's a really Mm. good one. Mm. It also can help regulate your menstrual flow and uh, how regular your menstrual cycle is as well, which is a great one. Mm. And the other thing that it is supposed to help with is circulation to the pelvic region, which we've obviously spoken about before. All these poses do that. Yeah. That's one of why we've chosen them because they all mm. stimulate blood flow to the area, the pelvic area that we are trying to almost like we're trying to almost like reinvigorate it. Like we want to yeah. really send some energy there and get things moving because that's what you need. Everything needs to be moving throughout our body to have mm. balance. And then finally, it's going to really help to release tension in the abdominal organs. And again, getting back to stress and tension, Mm. they come hand in hand. So we want to be working on those. So how do we do a bow pose? (laughs) (laughs) Well, the first thing you're going to do is you're literally just going to lay down on your stomach. And if that's as far as you get in this, like, that's great because you're just by doing that, you're already stimulating and putting pressure on that pelvic region and bringing yep. blood to it. And how often do we lay in our stomachs? Like unless yeah. you're a, a tummy sleeper, mm. I'd never, never, unless I'm in yoga, I'm never laying on my stomach or maybe yeah. getting a massage is probably the only other time. Yeah, true. Plus there's a difference between laying on a nice soft bed and like laying on a firm floor. So true. In terms yeah. of like stimulating that area. That I is think. so true. Yeah. yeah. So this is actually just that alone is going to help. If you're ready for the next level, you're basically going to fold your knees up and reach. It's going to sound hard, but it's not. <laughs> reach your hands back to hold your ankles if you can. Most people will be able to do that. Most mm. people will be able to reach back and hold their ankles. And, again, if that's where you get to, incredible because, again, instantly you're putting more pressure um, on that pelvic region, more blood flow instantly just from holding your ankles. If you can get to the next step, you're basically going to breathe in and you're going to lift your chest up off the floor whilst keeping your legs up. So you're simultaneously holding your ankles, pulling your chest up, and what you're going to imagine is what a bow looks like, hence why it's called bow pose. So you're making like, what's the best way to explain this? Like a semicircle, I guess. Mm, And your bottom half is the rounded part and the top half is the more straight part. And you're 
once you get to that point, you're going to hold that pose. And then if you're feeling like you've got a little bit of energy, it's feeling good for you, you're going to gently rock. And that's going to, again, just place more pressure on that area. We're going to get even more blood flow happening. And that's just going to help even more with healing and everything else that we're looking to do. So it's definitely a little bit more tricky than the other ones, but I can tell you right now that I reckon... 90% of you will be able to do that quite easily. And maybe you just can't hold it for as long. But it's, you know, the research is saying that 15 seconds of doing that and then releasing and then doing it again Mm -hmm. is going to be really beneficial regardless. Oh, that's so good to know. And like you say, it's... It's a really powerful pose. Like you can feel it when you're doing it that it's doing what you want it to do. You <laughs> like will it feels literally really good on yeah, your abdomen. And and you will do it and you will mm. feel breathless and you haven't actually done much, which is mm. quite wild. And I think that that are people a lot of people underestimate yoga. I've had mm. a friend come to yoga with me who was she was a professional ballet dancer for many years. So she was, you know, very fit, very flexible, had been doing well, I thought she was gonna breeze through it. She really found it hard. She found 60 minutes of yoga really hard. Mm. And I that to me was a real like, wow, you know, a lot of people look at it and think it's simple and it's easy and it is simple and it can be really easy, but it can also push your body and it can also really take you to that next level if you want to go. If you don't want to go, you just do mm. the version that suits you that feels good and you're still going to get benefits. Totally. And I feel like in yoga there's always – some poses that you the body just is naturally able to do quite easily and mm. then there's the more challenging ones and so it's kind of nice because you have these ones where you feel really good about yourself because you're like yes I yeah. can touch my toes or I can do this and then you do these other ones where you're like oh my gosh like that's gonna be a journey <laughs> oh well, okay this is really easy for I actually wanted to talk about this pose but then I thought I'm not going to because if anyone ever asked me to do it I'm not gonna be able to do it it's the simplest <laughs> easiest pose Mel you probably can do it so okay. easy Malasana mm. when you basically squat down into like goddess pose is like you squat down and you have your like mm, you like knees are el- out. your elbows are between your knees and you've yes. got like prayer hands yes exactly yeah okay love that one. can't do it I oh. cannot do it with my feet flat I have to raise oh. my heels something in my Achilles does not want me it to do go. that it just won't go I can't do it I've been working on it for years yeah. years and years and you know what was really funny I reckon about so it's pre. Flynn or mm. yeah I'm pretty sure it was pre-Flynn so we're talking over four years ago I went to record like a video for Instagram about how to do some poses for PCOS and this was the one I really want to include because it's so helpful mm. I went to do it and I couldn't <laughs> do it and I was like this is wild like why can't I do that so ever since then I have been working on it some days I can do it some days I can't but just goes to show mm. some people find some poses is hard and some people don't and some people find yeah. the easiest poses the hardest and it's like um you know even child's pose some people find that really difficult and yeah, some people find yep. it really easy so yep. one of those things that you just can't compare yours to another's but give yep. these a go just to quickly recap like why we're talking about yoga for PCOS is because it can help in so many different ways and here are some of the ways that there's actually studies um, now coming out for. So one of them is that it actually does help to significantly reduce stress. And as we know, stress can really impact PCOS, which is why we're talking about it. The other one is that this is getting looked into a lot more now as well, is that yoga can actually help promote weight loss and weight management, which we know can be a really, really big thing for people who have PCOS. And it's a really, really great way of boosting your overall metabolism and just encouraging your body 
to metabolize things correctly. So I think it's a really good one to keep in mind. And it just goes to show you don't have to do high intensity stuff all the time. Yoga can be super beneficial as, as well. Another thing it's looking at at the moment in terms of the research is how it enhances fertility. And we know that it basically what they're looking at is how it can help restore your neural hormonal balance and help increase blood circulation, which we know can really, really help with fertility. Additionally, they're looking at how it actually reduces your testosterone levels, which I think would be really interesting to see some more information on that when it starts to come out. Mm. That's a big one. And then finally, there's a bit of study coming out as well, how it can improve your gastrointestinal metabolism, which I kind of brushed on before, but it's a, it's another really good one. And they're saying the reason it helps is because you're sort of giving your internal organs and your digestive tract, like a bit of a massage, which really helps to improve the function of it. So just Mm. a couple of little things to look into. We don't just sort of bring these out out of nowhere. There, there Mm. is some stuff behind it. There is some research. There's a lot more emerging as well. I don't know if you've come across many good studies, Mel, but there's, there's definitely a lot more coming out now with um, yoga and PCOS. Yeah. I didn't realize how much more was coming out now. Like I've definitely seen some stuff in the past, but not really recently. So that's really interesting to hear. Yeah. Stay tuned, I guess. Yeah. (laughs) Well, thanks for listening, guys. Hope it was helpful. Definitely want to know if you guys give these a go and also would love to know what your favorite yoga poses are too. Like feel free to share them in our group or something. Or yeah, if you're doing some yoga and you make a story about it, tag us in it. We'd love to check it out. Yeah, I'm inspired. I think I'm going to go do some yoga after this. (laughs) (laughs) All right. See you guys. Bye.